Welcome to the Flow State Performance Podcast. Created for those committed to mastery and success. Coming to you from Manly, Australia, we break down the science and philosophy of optimal performance so you can unleash your potential. Hello, everyone. Happy Friday. Welcome to Flow Nuggets. I'm Jira Taylor, the founder of Flow State Collective. And today I wanted to talk about designing your life of flow, the art of minimalistic lifestyle design. So I just wanted to talk about an aspect um, of lifestyle design that can have a massive effect on your ability to, to live in flow. When you look at uh, the word minimalism up in the dictionary, it says use of the fewest and barest essentials or elements, as in the arts, literature or design. And I feel like lifestyle design can very much fall within that definition. So what's the whole point of this? Well, in my observation, the people who experience most flow in their lives have in common the deliberate removal of choice from their daily lives. For example, I just did a training with a guy called Taki Moore, who's a, a very talented coach. And he, has, he said he has 15 identical black t-shirts in his closet. Why? To remove that choice of what to wear. So when he wakes up in the morning, he has one less thing to think about so he can focus on the important things. I also know people who eat the same two meals every day of every week or they strip down their training routine so that it's so minimalistic that they always know exactly what they have to do at any given time. So I call this sort of lifestyle design micro-minimalism. So removing choice in very niche areas of your life. And this can definitely save you a lot of unnecessary thought. There's less leakage of mental or psychic energy. From the moment we wake up to the moment we go to sleep, we're faced with hundreds, maybe thousands of choices and decisions. White t-shirt, red t-shirt, fried eggs, scrambled eggs, run, swim, flat white, latte, which is actually the same thing, I think. But here's the paradox. In our society, we see choice as a luxury, as an indicator of our level of freedom. So we think that the more choice we have, the better our life is. But the paradox of choice is that when we have too much of it, we become entangled in this net of decision-making, and it kind of stops us from flowing through life smoothly. So I think we can all help ourselves out by looking for ways that we can add micro-minimalism to our lives. For example, choosing one website where we buy flights, choosing one expert on nutrition whose email we receive, choosing five meals that we rotate when we cook, having three surfboards instead of 12 surfboards. I need to learn that one. But I also think there's a way to have a far wider impact on our flow. And let's call this macro-minimalism principles that can affect our whole life. So in Flow, the Psychology of Optimal Experience, which is the epic seminal book on flow states by Mihaly Csikszentmihalyi, he wrote, the psychic entropy, which is mental leakage in normal talk, so the psychic entropy peculiar to the human condition involves seeing more to do than one can actually accomplish and feeling able to accomplish more than what conditions allow. So in other words, we have mental leakage because we see more than we can actually accomplish and we feel like we can do more than we actually can. So this basically creates 
what he calls psychic entropy or mental leakage, or what I see as obstacles to flow states. So how do we set up our lives for minimalism flow? How do we do this macro minimalism? Well, let me tell you a story about two crazy Norwegian dudes. I'm going to say their names wrong, but it's Inga Vege and Jan Ranum. And these two Norwegians created this amazing documentary, which I watched at the Banff Film Festival last year, and it's called North of the Sun. And I'll, link, I'll, I'll create a link for this in the show notes. So these two crazy dudes, they decided that they wanted to spend their entire winter, and this is Norway, so the winter's nine months long, and it's really, really cold. And they decided they wanted to spend this entire winter living in a bay in the far north of Norway that faces the Atlantic Ocean. It's basically in the Arctic Circle. So these dudes, they hardly had any money, so they went shopping for all their supplies, and they basically bought expired food. They basically just bought the expired food that shops were giving away. When they got there to the Arctic Circle, they built this simple cabin out of driftwood. They had their surfboards, and they had a whole bunch of good humor. So basically, they toiled every day to build a shelter, and they relaxed by surfing in this frigid water, and their life just took on this, this new level of simplicity. So basically, their, their daily life became focused around three goals. One, collecting materials, building shelter, chopping wood to survive. Two, cleaning up rubbish and debris that washed up on the beach, something that was worthwhile and purposeful. Three, surfing and playing, having fun. So in this simplified existence, away from all their gadgets, computers, society, and everything, these two guys, they found profound freedom. Their life flowed from one activity to the next. The activities they chose to channel their, their energy into were rewarding. So they wasted hardly any mental energy choosing what to eat, what to do. Their attention became laser-focused on their three main goals. The end result... Positive emotions, positive productivity. The shelter that they built was awesome. It looks, when you watch this video, you're going to like be in awe of the shelter that they built. They collected and removed three tons of rubbish from the beach, giving meaning to their existence. And they had so much fun and laughter. These guys are hilarious. They, they just laughed all the time and they just had so much fun surfing in this frigid water. Another side effect, by doing the same things over and over again, these guys became expert in the few things that they were doing. So I think there's a few lessons to learn from these guys. I think it's just epic what they achieved. And I think that's a really powerful one, that last one, how they just became an expert at very few things. So they went deep rather than broad. So what lessons can we take in terms of our life? How can we learn from these crazy, crazy Norwegians about paring down our life to limited choices? Well, these are the things that we could do right now to uh, take on this process of macro-minimalism. The first one is obvious, create habits and routines. I think that morning routines and evening routines are super powerful. Like, there's so much you can do first thing in the morning, and if you just do the same thing every morning, it's going to become a routine, you're going to get good at it, and you're going to really set up your day in a powerful way. An eating routine or a meal plan is a good thing, like, you know, I'm not sure about eating one meal for the rest of my life, but maybe I just haven't discovered that perfect meal. Um, secondly, know your priorities. Become a planner and a list writer. I've noticed that those people that, that, that write plans, they're basically, that write lists, 
they're basically just creating themselves more mental bandwidth to focus on the really important things by offloading the little things onto a piece of paper or onto an app. So I really recommend, uh, there's an app called Wonderlist, which I have on all my devices, and it helps me keep track of all the things that I got to do. Number three, create digital boundaries. Nothing drives mental leakage more than technology. We're bombarded by choice and stimulus um, in a way that our pre-digital ancestors probably would have found unbearable. So the internet has created a, the internet's created a new dimension of infinite information and choice so it's really up to us to create the boundaries on that so there's definitely there's a list on lifehacker.com i'll put it up on the show notes finally this is a really big one to create more minimalism and more flow in your life choose your core activities and don't just commit to them build your life around them so for example surfing is one of my core activities there's loads of stuff that i love to do like climbing rock climbing, mountain biking. I love to do more of these things, but I just don't have the time. But surfing is a core activity. It's, it's one of the things in my life that I just want to get better and better and better and better at. So if you just decide on this, if, you just, if it's just your go-to activity, you don't have to waste so much mental energy just, just choosing what you're going to do with a free hour that you have. And you probably have more chance of becoming an expert if you just focus on one of these core activities. So that's it. I hope you enjoyed that. Um, I guess I'll leave you with a quote by Leonardo da Vinci. Simplicity is the ultimate sophistication. And I think much like minimalistic architecture or sculpture, simplifying our lives can become an art form. So just ask yourself, what can be stripped away to add more beauty to my life? I hope you enjoyed that. If you appreciate this podcast, if you enjoyed it, please go to the iTunes um, page for the Flow State Performance Podcast and click subscribe and then go to the rating and review bit and, and just put whatever you want for that. And yeah, tune in next time. So Monday we'll, we'll have a longer form show and every Friday you can tune into these Flow Nuggets. Okay, guys, take care. Enjoy your weekend. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Flow State Performance Podcast. Check us out at www.flowstateperformance.com for more inspiration to unleash your potential.